Welcome to the Exit Strategy, your no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Hi everyone, I'm Elizabeth Stevenson with New Direction Family Law. And I'm Sarah Hink, with also with New Direction Family Law. <laughs> A partner with New Partners. Direction. Partners in crime, as we like to say. I was just listening to our um, little spiel there and I hadn't really listened to it in a while mm. and it's guests who have been there. So like many of our guests, our guests today have been there in support of people who have been there. <laughs> True. Been there, True. been there. <laughs> which, which everyone who's been there needs. Needs as, you know, as, as much support as they can. Absolutely. And so today we have Tracy Strasener. She is with Simply Thrive Therapeutic Associates. And so tell us a little bit about what you do there and how you have supported people going through divorce in the past. And then we'll talk about our topic today, which is, uh, I want out. <laughs> <laughs> how do I get out? And how what do, do you, I say? How do you tell your spouse that you want to leave? leave? Yeah. I work at Simply Thrive. I've been there about two years in private practice, about eight. Um, love my clientele. I end up falling in love with all my clients. Aww. They're just sweet people who need some help. Mm -hmm. And the ones, I, I do a lot of trauma therapy. I use EMDR and this other trauma therapy called ART that uh, I just trained for over the weekend. And it's amazing. Um, and I think it could be very useful doing trauma therapy on even asking for a divorce because, mm -hmm. quite honestly, it's a pretty traumatic mm -hmm. moment, you know, whether it's a good thing for both of you or a good thing for only one of you. There's trauma there mm -hmm, because yeah. something big is, is coming apart. I love working with women. <laughs> I love working with them, especially women my age, you know, like 50s and older who have done all the things and are ready to do something else mm. and are ready to figure out who they are. In the you, is your half. clientele mostly women? All the, yeah. Only women? Yeah. Not, not only women. No. <laughs> no, I love you. I love you, my guy clients. But, you know, they're, they're mostly, and I think women are most more likely to go right, to therapy, right. Right? right? Like a lot of my clients are like, how do I get my husband to? And so. <clears throat> so do um, you just do individual? Do you do couples therapy? I do therapy? individuals, couples, and the occasional family. Okay. All right. And I love the name of your practice, you know, it's just because it's pot. I like it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, you got to got to get somewhere else out like us, new direction. You got to go somewhere. You can't yeah. go back. So let's right. move forward. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 So when I first heard this topic, I was like, what do you mean? You just tell them. But that's like my personality, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like everyone has different personalities and you're in this relationship. And obviously there's the legal side of it, which me and Elizabeth could cover, like, things not to say. Like, hey, I'm having an affair. I want to leave. Like, right. don't say that. Don't say that. Let's not come out and <laughs> say don't that. Don't come out of the box with that, with that way. If you've done a good job keeping it a secret, just keep it a secret a little bit longer. <laughs> things like that. And, like, how to prepare for maybe the other person, their reaction. Like, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that you have access to money to move it. And, you know, we've gone over a few of those tips in our mm -hmm. podcast in the past. But this is more so on like just that first, how do you start that conversation on the emotional side? Right. And I think it, it certainly varies, right? It's very individual to the needs. If you have a spouse who every time you have an argument, it's we're getting divorced, they're going to know something's up, right? right? So when you say we need to talk, they're going to have an idea. And then there are people who think everything's going swimmingly mm -hmm. and and then find out that somebody wants out. And that's probably going to be more delicate because 
they're going to be shocked and they're going to be emotive, I mm-hmm. mentioned, mm-hmm. and how to handle that in a way that is beneficial as opposed to just another screaming argument. Right. right. It's so funny. I saw this movie trailer yesterday with Melissa McCarthy. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but it was, she's sitting in the car with her husband and he, and he goes, I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. I want a divorce. I'm, I'm in love with so-and-so. <laughs> And and she played it. I mean, she was just, and it was one of what you just said. She thought everything was fine. They'd never had fights, but that was the way that he chose to tell her that. Yeah. Would that be good advice or bad advice? He sounds like a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did her a giant favor at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and at the end of the mo- yeah. movie, she figures right. that out. But in the <laughs> right. moment, yeah. it doesn't yeah, feel like that. Yeah, in the moment, that. That, was not, that was not the best way to go. No, not especially not if you care about someone. That's the you point. Know? How you married you treat that someone person. like that? Yeah. They're the parents of your children, and they deserve a little bit nicer treatment. Than I that, agree I with think. that. It's hard for people to do. I mean... For some reason, I come across a lot of people in our line of work who seem to lack empathy. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> They're all narcissists. They're all narcissists. There's a good. There's good one. Many. On, there's somebody on one side right, or the other right. that is. I swear to goodness. And they just they seem incapable of understanding that someone else might have a different Feelings. reaction right. to the things that they're they're saying and doing. So, what would right. be your advice on how to if you had to start that conversation, knowing that, or should you even have that conversation? With, with an artist, I mean, with, with somebody who has a narcissistic so, personality. I think there's probably already a set-in sense with a person you've been with, living with a long time that you are not either emotionally or physically safe to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Physically safe, obviously, you should not be doing anything. Men tend to kill their wives that want to leave mm-hmm. if they've been in domestic violence situations. So... That's not a good idea. But even with a narcissist who is emotionally abusive and you know this isn't, I'm not going to get hit or whatever, the fallout from the emotions they're feeling about the rejection could be really disturbing and really difficult and they could make your life a living hell. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, playing to their narcissism, Mm -hmm. I think is just the safest way to go, which is kind of a terrible thing to say because I'm sure that person's been playing to their narcissism to have sort of a quiet life Mm -hmm. the whole time. But you got to know, you got to know how to handle it so you get out as safely as possible. And I think telling them in a a safe place, you Mm -hmm. know, I wouldn't take them to a restaurant, but in a place where you have access to other people if you needed to, or you have a friend who's on standby, Mm -hmm. Letting them know, letting them have all their feelings. And I think being as, you know, concise and as disconnected as possible. Absolutely. And I think one of the things, you know, obviously I'm going to encourage therapy because one of the things you want to do before telling someone you want a divorce is you want to be really clear about why you want the Mm -hmm. divorce. And because if, if you say anything like, well, you don't give me what I need, that can start the whole what do you need? And I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're back stuck into that whole over and terrible over. cycle yeah. of never being able to get out. So being really clear, I'm not happy anymore. That's enough. You know, mm-hmm. you don't even have to give them anything more than I'm not living the life I want to live. Right. And I can't do it with you. And we could be best friends and co-parents. Maybe not best friends. <laughs> we could be friends and co-parents. <laughs> right. But, you know, <clears throat> there is not, this is not a negotiation. I'm not asking you. Right. You know, I'm telling you Tell sort of you. thing. Yeah. Right. So, 
you know. I've seen people stay in marriage counseling for <gasps> years and years and years and years. I'm just, okay, so it wasn't working after the first year, but they just keep going. Yeah. Right. And everybody has to do it, I think, at their own pace. I mean, a lot of times what Sarah and I do is sort of they'll come to us and they're not ready to go. Okay, well, let's see if we can get a plan in place so that in six months you, you can. So within that six months, we say, go find yourself a therapist. You work on how to have that conversation. And then when you have that conversation, you can walk out the door if you you need to. Yeah, the plan can empower the person Mm -hmm. that's asking for the divorce or telling, well, Mm -hmm. you don't really have to ask for a divorce. You're telling this person you're going to divorce them. You don't need their permission. But then the other... It's helpful for the other person, too. Like, I've made this decision. This is what's going to happen. Because then this other person has more information as to, okay, well, you're telling me this. What's the next step? Okay, I should talk to an attorney. Right. You're going to move out. Or you're asking me to move out. I really need to go talk to an attorney about that. So that that's helpful, I think, to both parties. Right. And can kind of take away from the emotional aspect of it. And say, okay, let's just focus on logistics and and do that if you can. So is your... What were your is your advice different if there are like not small if there are children involved about how you go about sort of having that conversation not with the kids but with the other parent? We ask the kids what they think. No, <laughs> we don't do that. No, I think having kids, especially smaller kids mm-hmm. that are going to need to to change houses, you know, it's not ideal to divorce, but it's also terribly decision making to stay unhappy and arguing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. fighting and so you know it's going to be hard for them and I absolutely encourage therapy for kids going through something like mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to be as open with you about how they feel as they would with someone else mm-hmm. whose feelings are not going to get hurt right about mom or dad so I think you know all that conversation about child custody and child care and stuff like that is needs to be done after but the conversation between mom and dad you know has to be done in a way that it, it that's kind i mean i don't even know how better to say it but like so that because you don't want to start the the beginning of the end you know really conflicted mm-hmm. and really difficult so you know talking about having the kids be both part of the what the new family is going to look like and if you're doing that in a very compatible way it's going to be so much easier on them i think i think whatever whenever you have the conversation of breaking up you then have to everybody has to you know go back to their corners and then come back Mm -hmm. and say okay we're ready Mm -hmm. to work together right like he's going to have all his feelings she's going to have all her feelings nobody should be having their feelings in front of the children or even in front of each other you know like that's what therapists are for. So, yeah. you know. Right, right. But when you're ready to do it in a way that the kids are going to be ready to hear it and everybody's on the same page, you know, it's it's going to be a good divorce. So that doesn't happen in our, our <laughs> world a lot. <laughs> that would be great. If that happened, Sarah and I'd be out of a, a job probably, which that. I'd be happy about. But that that rarely happens. I mean, what I get is... One one parent races to the kids first, you know, to tell them, mom's leaving, she's seeing so-and-so, or blah, 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 blah. Or they don't they don't say anything, and mom comes up, picks them up from school, and takes them to a new apartment, which is horrible for them, you know. But, I, but people don't know. It's not something that you know what to do. No. You know, when you're in a crisis, so that's where therapists like you become so important in our 
job because what they do when they leave can make a big difference throughout the history of that litigation or settlement. So doing it right on the front end can really help on the back end. Hey guys, it's Jen with New Direction Family Law. And if you've ever known a friend that's gone through some sort of a custody dispute, you can imagine how stressful it is. Or if you've gone through a custody dispute yourself, child custody disputes can be one of the most stressful and exhausting times of divorce for you and your children. You know your children best, and it's important that you know your legal rights and options and have a say in what's in the best interest of your children. At New Direction Family Law, we have over 30 years experience protecting the rights of our clients in child custody matters. We aggressively advocate, we support, and we educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. So if you're going through a child custody matter or you have a loved one that is, let us be strong for you so you can be strong for your children. Give us a call today at 919-719-3470 to schedule an initial consultation or reach out to us via our website at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. Right. I was thinking as you were saying that, you know, puts you out of a job thinking about a parent handling their children the way you were describing would keep me in a job, right? Because (laughs) Those are really traumatic right. events. I mean, my husband's 55, and he, to the moment, remembers when he was 10, oh. and his parents told him they were divorcing. And that doesn't go away, right. you know? Oh, my gosh. So handling all my clients' kids is I know, I know. So you don't think about that, you know? You think about, I had one client not too long ago had a do- had an older daughter, and she was sort of involved in things. But I don't, that doesn't really cross my mind a lot about older kids. The older kids? Yeah. No, they have fact, plenty what, of baggage. Well, I know they do. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of feels, but. My 30-year-old still tells me, if you guys ever divorced, I don't know what I would do with this. <laughs> I'm like, you're married. You have two kids. Like, you get on <laughs> yeah, with your you life. You're okay. It's <laughs> a whole different, like, <laughs> complex that's created. It's it just, is. like, it lies is. of this, you know. Right. But all these statistics, yeah, yeah, all these statistics are coming out, you know, about women. I'm a little older than you, but so, still in our same cohort, but they don't want to be. Nobody wants to be married. I have cooked. I have cleaned. I have raised Done. some children. I've been with this man. I just want to be me. Yeah. Right. And that's okay, that's okay too, right? You don't have, to have, I have a lot of times ask people, you know, what got you here today? What happened? Nothing. Yeah. I'm just not happy. You know? When a lot of yeah. times in these relationships, I look at when they come to me and I talk to the women, it sounds like they have this uh, like fourth child or however, exactly. you know, they have their children, children, and then they have this man child that they have to take care of. Correct. Or and, they're living completely separate lives yeah anyway but in the same house i'd be okay to be married if we don't and i house. tell them <laughs> and i'm like you're gonna have control over your finances right. a lot of times these men they're, they're on both respects you know whoever this person, person is, is that is not really taking on an equal footing or anything you know they're not good financially with their money they they get a lot of debt they don't cooperate in you know the day-to-day needs of the house they don't really engage with the children they might be there for the children sometimes or be around the kids but they're not actually engaging yeah and it's just this like child this adult child in the house and it can be the women too i've seen it women be that role right. too and it's just like it's gonna be freeing for you to have control and be free of that person i think that's why so many women feel done like mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. times have you heard women being like i just want to run away you yeah know? Like, i just don't want to take care of people there's a <clears throat> excuse me a really good book called fair play I haven't read it, but there's also, <laughs> I've heard of it. There's also, also a good documentary. <laughs> so I watched the documentary, but it's all about women, you know, men saying, what do you need me to do? I'll do whatever you need me to do. And it's the mental load. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're an adult human being. You live in a house. So what do you do in a house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that, and I will say that, you know, I'm a little bit of a TikTok fan. 
my husband would say obsessed, but there's... <laughs> oh, girl, but there's, you're not so, obsessed. Okay. <laughs> there's so many women Did you see on the there. one with the guy, with the dad who was on was on his phone with and the, the coffee cup? And the kid took the coffee? I saw that one too. Oh. And did you see the comments? The co- oh, it's so cute. What a dad. It's like like no, giving him, they're giving him props for being in the I same see. room as this kid. Right. Meanwhile, the woman would have been on top of it, not letting him grab a hot cup of coffee. Well, I don't know. Somebody was taping it, so I don't know if mom was taping it or not. <laughs> I was no, hoping no. it was one of those those cameras no, in the... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think women are just realizing that you don't... If you make money and you do everything, what is the point, point of, of this person, this person here? Exactly, yeah. I agree. So if the relationships, if you can't get your husband or your relationship to grow and change, you're going to make that decision right. to maybe be like, this might be funner alone, you know? Right. And yeah. a person to take, you take care of. Right. It also right. might be exactly. easier alone, too. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Sometimes, like yeah. watching whatever show you want to watch, yeah. eating cereal for dinner. And as a disclaimer, it's not always the husband. It's not always the husband. Wife, no. you know, so let's let's be clear about that. Right. Yeah. For educational purposes only. <laughs> I'm sure we have some male listeners out there maybe. Be I'm sure they're this. lovely people. We took away Joe's mic for this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not men bashing. Like Elizabeth and no, I both have them. like 50-50 on the male-female clients. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, but you know, we are no, up in most states, I see the clock ticking the other way, but we're no fault state. If you've been if you've been separated a year and a day, you can get a divorce, but you see this, you know, swing coming back about fault divorce, and that's just, you know, that's going to, that's a little scary. Honestly, we won't get yeah. into that, but yeah. you don't have to have a reason to get divorced. No, right, right. Nor Which sh- is fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. need one. Not slavery, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Not a ditch servitude. We're okay. <laughs> so what about if it's there's a, like a domestic violence situation? What would you, what's your advice? My advice would certainly to be out of the house mm-hmm. bef- if you can and that mm-hmm. is such right. a hard thing to do but if you can finally get out and and just serve the papers, papers. i can't right. even imagine having an even close to a rational discussion with someone like that right so mm-hmm. right but it's, it's not so in anybody's interest hard them. i mean you really got to sure. plan especially if you're not working like can so you like right. squeeze 20 bucks a week out of the grocery mm-hmm. bill yeah. and put it away i mean it may take mm-hmm. six months to get there yeah. but we'll get there yeah, yeah. and ask for family help Absolutely. i mean i know a lot of people don't want to but that's what family is sometimes there for mm-hmm. in those financial crunches right. because right. you can't get this abuser to move out of the house unless you can talk to an attorney or legal aid right. and file for domestic violence protective right. order because right. then right. you can i mean that's really your only option, option right. with a personality If you can't like get that. out, then that's one way you can um, do it, for sure. So definitely have a plan beforehand. Speak to organization like Interact that helps victims mm-hmm. of domestic violence, an attorney, if you can get a consultation, your counselor, just have a plan to tell people. Right. Yeah. Right. Make sure everybody knows. Yes. Right. And sometimes, it, like you say, that's the most vulnerable time for women is, is when, yeah. they, when they leave yeah. sometimes. So that's scary. Yes, and if you are for some reason having that conversation in person, record it. Yes. Oh, always, always All... record it. We're one consent state, so you may, you're yep. welcome to do yeah, that. Yeah, don't All tell the them that you're recording. Uh, put it on your phone, and you can like put your phone on the table or just hold it in your hand so they don't see that you're right, recording because right. that's obviously going to anger them more. Right. And definitely do that because Absolutely. they might turn around and say. Oh, I never she, said that. She's crazy. Right. She hit me or something. Like <laughs> right. she exactly. was the aggressor exactly. and I never did that. Blah, 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 blah. So then you have a recording of the events that actually did happen. So I so I know therapists hate to come into court and testify. But some you know, but sometimes even if it's not a domestic violence, maybe something else, like a fault issue for alimony. 
And a lot of times it's a he said, she said, you know, and so we're, we're stuck. We hate to pull you in, but sometimes we have to. It may be a custody issue, too, that may be right. that. What are, your, what are your feelings about that? I have not been called in yet. Knock on whatever this is. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's important because it's a level of truth. Right. Right. That you're not you might not get because of the he said, she said, you know, piece of that. But I got to be honest, I'm really good at keeping my notes very clean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, certainly if she reports domestic right. violence, I'm certainly going to put that in because right, right. it's only going to be helpful. Right, right. But yeah. Um, yeah. This is just goes to show that I didn't just make this up when I filed a complaint. This has right. been going on. Here's the history of it yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it can be helpful in that respect, yeah. right. I will say. And there's been cases like, oh, you went to interact three years ago. That's really relevant. You know, right. I know you didn't act on it, anything then, but you sought out help at a domestic violence oh, shelter. shelter. So I mean, that's that's indication of a history there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they they keep records of those. They do. And yeah. I'll say that I think our North, the Wake County judges are pretty educated on domestic violence and probably more than some in, in some other counties, I think. Yeah, courtroom's always full every day. <laughs> not a good thing. Definitely not a good thing. No, it's not. And it can be used, uh, it can be used, double-edged sword, it can right. be used to get an upper leg in litigation. Correct. And I've definitely seen that for someone. Too. Some people, men and women, who use it saying there's domestic violence when there's really not. not. But it right. needs to also be easy and accessible for those who are victims. Who so. absolutely do right. need it. Yeah. yeah. So what's your best piece of advice for someone who Is wants that, to separate? Go to therapy <laughs> and talk about it because, I mean, I think the worst thing, the most disruptive thing for a family could be, you know, I've seen a lot of TikToks and I really think I need to go <laughs> and then going and then finding out I actually did want to be with that person or there was something else going on in my life that was right. making me feel like the change would be leaving my marriage. Right. I think getting clarity is the biggest piece. Once you get that and you still think I can't look at him chew another day you know <laughs> then you then you're you're sort of ready right, you know yeah, and right. and i was going to ask you guys because my clients have asked me this if they're thinking about it but aren't sure would seeing an attorney of course it would have to yeah and that's what i always tell them I, I said i think that would be a good idea but they have to hide it right because they don't for them i mean i would love them to say hey i'm considering this right i'd love to see an attorney but a lot of them aren't ready to share that yet. Right. So they could they could call on somebody else's phone. You know, they could whatever, whatever pay, in pay cash. in cash. Well, okay. and we've been strategic, too. I'm not yeah, going to say what true. it is right. for right. obvious purposes, right. but we've been strategic as to what it shows, shows up, up on, on on an item line in on, yeah. on a oh. statement as well okay. for that for that very reason. But it's because, really important. I love talking to people before they have gone yeah. and pause again. If they leave, there's a lot of consequences for walking out the door. Right. And like you said, they don't know what they to don't do. Know, they, they don't have know what no they should do or what or, they shouldn't. Yeah. And if they, we get a lot of people that come and talk to us and come back a year later. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. to go. And mm -hmm. if they're scared to leave for financial reasons, it's good to speak to us and what that looks like. like and what you um, can And if you have children, right. what do you anticipate child support to be? Right. What could I possibly get for spousal support? Right. What does happen to the properties? He says that he's going to keep get the it house. All. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's not true. So it just, it takes one more thing off their plate to worry about. They can really focus on mm -hmm. emotionally if they want to stay in that relationship or not and not worry about the legal aspects of things afterwards because we can give them information. Right. As to what that looks like. Yeah. Right. But think, you're really a good partner for us because to go to litigation, not only is it a full-time job for us, it's a full-time job for them. And if they've got kids and they're working, right. I need you healthy 
Absolutely. you strong. I need you emotionally well. It can help them on my end as well as help them on your end. So all around, it's a good deal for, for yeah, them absolutely. to see a therapist for sure. I, I think anybody going through any legal things should be involved in therapy <laughs> right. as well. I think anyone going through, I don't know, life <laughs> should see a therapist. Yeah. Come one, come all. But yes. I think, I mean, to your point with that, whenever it, I've always operated under the premise that uncertainty breeds fear, fear breeds mm-hmm, inaction. Mm-hmm. And so even somebody who maybe is on the fence or like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to quite throw in the towel yet. But if you come in and speak to an attorney, because that legal side is such an uncertain side and find out those questions, it gives you the knowledge and the empowerment to go into the situation a little bit differently. Like, okay, I know what I'm facing if I do choose door Mm -hmm. A. So maybe I'll give door B still a little bit more Mm -hmm. try. But if not, I've already got this information. Do you think there's a better... I guess, platform modality of, of telling your spouse, like, is it, does it, should it be in person? Can it be through an email? Can it be through a letter? A TikTok. <laughs> a, a, text, a DM. A, snap, a Snapchat. A WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking old school post-it on the fridge. Um, I think it's, again, it's individual to your person. You know, you know them better than anybody else. You know, I, I think you got to have the conversation face-to-face if it's safe. You right, know, if, it's, right. if it's a pretty decent relationship and you're just both looking for different things. And I think you have to have the courage to to say the hardest thing you're going to say to someone you used to love or still love face-to-face because yeah, I, they deserve that too. Yeah, I was just... You know? I'm obsessed with Therapy Jeff on Instagram. I don't know if you yeah. guys are, if you guys follow him or not, but oh my gosh, I love him. He's um, on TikTok too. Yeah, he's on Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> all the things. And he talked about, and so me and my partner recently just had this conversation about like, okay, everything's great right now, but if it ended, if we broke up, how would we prefer that that happened? Which was a very interesting conversation because I had never really thought about it before. And I was like, you know, I think I'd want a little bit of a written heads up, whether that's through text or an actual letter, Mm -hmm. because I like to process and think Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. things before I react. Right. And so I was just wondering if in a situation like I, because I went through a divorce a few years ago, I'm like, how would I have felt if I would have actually gotten a heads up or a letter from my ex first so then I could kind of process and develop, you know. But is it a heads up? Because well, it's like, you can't, it. it's just like, you can't talk to the paper. You still don't get the, mo- the more information you want. No, and I mean, there has to be Even in a, a conversation, up. like in a, in a per- person-to-person conversation, you might not still get a lot of answers. And that might be something to talk about the therapist too is like how do you respond to all those questions this person's going to have and ask of you in that moment why what when do you know like all these questions maybe you don't want to answer them or however i don't know i just feel like you would get how does anyone respond to all that i don't know i mean i think i think therapy jeff has a good idea right to to when you go when you're in a relationship that's healthy and it's going well to have that conversation is is really great i mean you're you're sort of heading off potential deeper heartache. I think that if you can do that, that would be a great way to do it. I think if you haven't had the time to do that and you're ready, <laughs> you know, if you miss I that opportunity. That up two weeks before you <laughs> yeah. actually say yeah. <laughs> something's coming. Yeah. I think if you haven't had the opportunity to do that, mm-hmm. then, you know, saying in person, again, trying to be really clear mm-hmm. that this is something you've thought about a long time. This is something I've been working on in therapy. I have wanted to try to make it work. I have not been able to. It's, you know, I just want to move forward and have both of us live the best life. Because honestly, if you're kind of giving half because you're not as into it anymore, he's losing a huge part of what a loving marriage Mm -hmm. relationship is. And 
I mean, I don't think you should go. I'm doing you a favor, but you know, <laughs> but you are here. right? Exactly. <laughs> but it usually is. It usually mm-hmm. is. A it, favor. it usually is, right? Mm-hmm. Because you. Oh yeah. You want to be fully loved. Yeah. And if yeah. I can't give that to you, I definitely want someone else to be able to, to do, do that. that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a good person. Damn, right. I should, we should have taped that for our client. That was perfect. <laughs> How to say it. <laughs> Well, I can just listen to this and pause and go back. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Do you think whenever you so okay, let's see, you're prepared and you're going to talk to your the, your spouse in person to tell them this? Is it good to come at that as if you've got your reasons, you know, your your clear definition of why to say, and then these are very high level bullet point like we'll need to think about and discuss these things logistically, or do you think that's too overwhelming at that time? That's a really good question because when I was looking up. I was going to say researching, but I was on TikTok, which is a great resource. There were some people saying, you know, to not overwhelm, just, mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about what needs to happen next. And then there was this one guy who said, go in with. This is what's happening and these are the next steps. So, for instance, you know, I am ready to go. We've talked about it before. I'm going to file for divorce. And so the next thing that happens is my attorney will be contacting you. That will be the time we can talk about X, Y, Z. It's not necessarily shutting down the conversation, but it's giving some parameters around it. Like, not just I want a divorce, see you later. It's I want a divorce and this is what's going to happen. That- yeah, you know, sometimes I say that, you know, if our job is to step in so you can step back mm-hmm. and you don't have to deal with this jerk anymore. I will come in and be the bitch. I will talk to him, you know, and then you can get on with your life. So I think sometimes that's helpful for people and gives them a safe place to do what they need to do and not have to deal with this other person all the time. I know that individual, your spouse, better than your attorney will or anyone else will. Right, Usually. If you know they shut down when you start talking about your budget and finances, don't go to them and be like, and this is the plan. They're going to be like... Totally out, you know, like, you know what they're going to yeah. I'm not sure if I would to. say in that initial conversation, and my attorney will be contacting you, I would yeah. say. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think it just is really, like you That's said a, before, it's really like independent it's to yeah. each person. Um, it is, and I think it, you have, it sort of informs how you handle the conversation is going to inform how the rest of it rest hopefully of it. is hopefully is going to go. Like, if, if you're angry and you're like, I want to divorce you, asshole, you know, like, the, the rest of the conversations are going to be different than if you mm. said, hey, I really enjoyed building this life with you and we have some amazing kids, but I'm ready for something new and I want to be a full partner in us sharing the rest of our lives, you know, and going our separate ways. And that is going to be an easier mm-hmm. pill to swallow and it will be easier to get together again when you see each other at your kids' weddings and stuff. It's just going to be Stop counting how many eyes you said in that. If you do the conversation with I, me, instead of you, I think it's also way more open for somebody to be receptive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not accusatory. (laughs) How can we get it? So if our listeners wanted to contact you, contact the practice, I'm assuming you have a website. That's all we have to do is. We have a website, Simply Thrive Therapy Associates.com. You can Google that. Google, Google that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. And you're located in Wake County area? We are, yeah, we're in Cary. Oh, okay. okay. Um, there, okay. We have an office in Fuquay and two in Cary. I think we're opening up another one, too. Wow. Oh, that's so, good to know. Yeah. Because every time I call a therapist, I'm sick of my weight, ma'am. I'm sorry. We can't, we can't see you. It so is. We're, yeah. It's, it's, 
I, I can't find a therapist. Right. Like, like <laughs> right. you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Right. But, but keep at it is what yeah. we would say. Yeah. Make sure you have a therapist if Absolutely. you're thinking about going through this process. I think that that is the best advice we can give you. And yeah. an attorney. Yes. Just confirming. It's simplythrivetherapy.com. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. 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 Thank you so much for being with us. Thank we really so appreciate it. And me. if you got to tell perfect. someone you want to leave, ain't that shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can visit us at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the exit strategy underscore podcast or email us at exit strategy at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. We'll be back next time with more no bullshit content about life, divorce, parenting, relationships, and everything in between.